again with another one um i'm back in the studio game week 32 is upon us and we just finished game week 31 i think we've got seven more game weeks to go on the phone i've got dave dave how are you doing hey bro i'm good i'm back you're a man it's good to have you back how was your game week 31 my game week is uh full of ups and downs to be honest you know i his captain Alexander Arnold, which is one of the better captains of the week. Can you imagine? Good. I mean, <laughs> must be nice. I mean, I cannot relate to these, these problems you're talking about. <laughs> I cannot relate because honestly, my own captain, honestly, the less you say about my captain. <laughs> um, uh, um, uh, <laughs> Bro, yeah, uh, but I then I have 25, I had 25 points on the bench. Bruh. Bruh. Like the the worst part of what I saw on your own team, right, is that obviously you have mm-hmm. the the man of the week like Dallas, and it's like at the back of the back of the back of your bench. <laughs> like man, Madu. So sad. So sad. Like, like if, if if I thought like put any thought into it, I may have put him in front. Mm-hmm. I really didn't organize my bench in any way. I just dumped them there. I didn't expect. All this, uh, you know, I didn't expect DS to not play and all that. So, mm. uh, you know, and this this time of the season, you really want to pay attention to how you you uh, arrange your bench. You know, hard hard thought lesson. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's one of. I mean, you, you obviously you have the luxury of of all these problems. Me, like literally, my entire bench <laughs> zero. Plus players I had zero. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm so jealous. Like even hearing you like be talking about like you know you have to arrange that. I was like, oh my, Lord Jesus, I see what you're doing for all that. Oh, man. <laughs> God. I was like, okay, damn. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um, game week 31 is one of those things. Um, of course, we're going to do a quick rundown uh, of a few players we need to talk about. But of course, we've already quickly led to a few, but we'll get to some in a, in a few seconds. And I'm super excited once we get to them. Um, of course, we've got Fulham nil. Well, um, Wolves won. Um, Adam Atreori finally scoring. And I think this is the first time all season that he has got back-to-back um, at attacking points. So he scored against Fulham this game week and then assisted at West Ham. So unfortunate he's not really done very well this season at all, considering, um, you know, he was supposed to be the main man once Jimenez went down. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, he really... Uh he was so so much on from last season. He was uh, I know a lot of people had him in SPL. Yep. But not this season. It's just underperforming. Yeah. Um quick to mention though, um Wolves have defensively been okay. Samedo at five point two had um all three bonus points. So five point two and he's got mm-hmm. in the next three. Sheffield, Burnley, and West Brom. And again, even mm. to add to that, Brighton. So maybe next four, maybe you might want to consider Wolves defensively. Um, Wolves defensively mm. could be something there interesting. Um, Patricio is also back. I think he had like a quick um, turnaround in one game where he was he looked like he was not going to be available. But Patricio is fully, fully back. Mm. And he has played all 19 minutes since the scare of whenever that was. Um, so Patricio seems to be fine. Yeah, exactly. So he seems to be fine and everything is going to be okay. Manchester City won, leads to shock result of the game week. Um, 
it's, it's, one of, it's interesting because like I was saying last episode, right? Where if you have um, Master City players, play them against Leeds just because, you know, Leeds are an attacking team. Um, play your attacking yeah. units and Pep just completely ruined everything. He rested too many players and Leeds right. just showed him that you cannot be playing with us. Respect your, your mates. <laughs> Pretty much. And I, I guess the gamble for what Pep paid because if you're looking at the, the very big picture, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they really, Champions League is more of a priority if I'm being really honest for, for Pep and Marseille right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it, it, it opted to 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 start those guys that he did start on the weekend um, against um, uh, Dortmund and he paid off. So, you know, he's only, the only, you know, starting is, is of course in fantasy, we didn't have our, our Man City players play. And then Dallas, who only God knows how he's scoring two goals against City, mm-hmm. just, you know, oh God, I didn't want to talk about that guy. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because <laughs> like, even when I looked at it, I remember even think, reviewing him last game week. He had Manchester mm-hmm. City to play. He has, even after this now, Liverpool and Manchester United. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ignore Dallas for the next couple of game weeks until game week 34 when it's just a straight run between Brighton, Tottenham, Burnley, Southampton and West Brom. So I'm not expecting anything from this guy. And this guy decides that, no, 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 me, I'm a striker. One of the reasons why I, dare, I didn't even consider starting him at all is because he had plans against uh, Fulham and Sheffield back-to-back. So, mm-hmm. to me, no-brainer, right? And I think to many people as well. Um, but, yeah, Dallas with the brace. Mm. I mean, I, I, again, I still can't recommend bringing him in now. But, right. I mean, it, it's looking <laughs> very difficult to not justify spending that money. 5.1 on Stuart Dallas from Leeds. Next game mm-hmm. of the game week. Liverpool 2 Aston Villa won. Um, goals from Mohamed Salah, first time with double um, back-to-back um, goals since game week 24. And of course, Trent Alexander-Arnold, who has now got 11, 12, and 9 points in back-to-back games. Or back-to-back-to-back, I should say, at this point. So right. Trent seems interested in having points going forward. And of course, when you look at Liverpool's um, next set of games, it looks exciting. Are you going to bring in any Liverpool players? Uh, I already have Ronald and Jota, well. so I'm just going to stick with that. Um, I, I think they're a good differential for the end of the season because most mm. people have gone off the Liverpool train. You mm. know, Liverpool is a standard FPL team, but this year they haven't been out to par. Um, but sincerely, it's, it's, Arnold is a, is a great half right now because so if you can somehow get into your team and, uh, you know, at this price, it's a good differential. I, I, it's the differential part of things that excites me for about Liverpool. Mm. So I, I'm going to stick with Alexander Arnold and Jota for now. And for Jota, I, I'm paying close attention. You know, it, it doesn't seem like it, it is nailed on starter. So we'll see. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised that you are obviously advocating for Arnold considering what he has done for you as a captain. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just going to look you on side. But on the other side of the, of the field, of course, we've got Aston Villa where Martinez kept eight saves. Um, one more save and I would have been like, what, five points in a game that they lost yeah. to. Um, Martinez, I feel like even just, you know, goalkeeper of the season for me, I, like, even if he doesn't get golden glove, I think, you know, goalkeeper of the season and maybe even transfer of the season, actually. 
Um, right. Yeah. Even, even if it's not like, you know, by PFA, but definitely FPL go before the season. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> he's now currently 5.4. So. Right. You know, from 4.5, yep. which is insane. And I don't think there's any, there's been any goalie that's going uh, that much. No, that, yep. you know, I've produced a value for money as much as Martinez has this season. Yep, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well, next game of the game week. Crystal Palace won Chelsea for man. Um Chelsea has burnt me all season, right? Especially Werner, right? And mm-hmm. here they are now with all of them just seemingly like interested in scoring. So Police scored two, <laughs> Zuma scored one, Havertz got a goal and an assist, Mount mm-hmm. had an assist, Hutton Odoi had an assist, James um Reese James had an assist. I'm just like so What's wrong with you people? Because you are not focused. <laughs> Clearly, you're not focused. Sincerely, <laughs> uh, I was one of the biggest critics of Sichel, uh, uh, just the fact that he, he wouldn't play a consistent lineup. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like we're setting up for that low-scoring game every time. But he sincerely proved me wrong. Um, when it comes to Chelsea, I love being proved wrong because obviously, if, I'm, if it's something negative, then, you know, I'm a happy fan. Uh, but, you know, yeah, essentially what's happened is um, he has really been patient with everyone um, in terms of giving everyone a fair shot. And it seems much, uh, when uh, time has run out and, um, you know, we have Abbott, uh, Pulisic and, and uh, Mount kind of uh, the front three running the show now. And it's, it's, it's starting to get the attacking side of things like kind of better, Good. much better. In the beginning, it was all defense, defense. Mm-hmm. And now the market started to come together. So, speaking yeah, of, I actually wouldn't recommend Speaking of, interestingly, as you speak of defense, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not really excited by the prospect of, uh, how do I say? <sighs> like, Chelsea has lost clean sheets ridiculously for the last couple of game weeks. And right. I'm not excited by that at all. How do you feel? Yeah. I know you took a punt on Chelsea defense. I don't think it really paid off for you. Because I know there was a time you got Rudiger. Um, but then I'm not sure how that really worked out. Uh, but yeah, the, the defense has really, really taken uh, a, a, a on the on the downtrend just because of clean sheets, though. They're still playing pretty well. Uh, defensively, still holding it down for the wins. Um, but, you know, they're just not keeping clean sheets. And, of course, West Brom absolutely, absolutely shattered the defense last week, which was, which was uh, uh, something I knew was coming. Like, uh, we were just not losing at all in any game. And, you know, we're bound to lose one. Um, and, of course, Premier League, anything can, can beat you. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, Chelsea, Chelsea has just, you know, anyways. <laughs> Burnley mm-hmm. won, Newcastle two. Um, with, with Newcastle, like you expect them to just lose normally and then they go and mm-hmm. provide a shock result like this, right? Because I remember they did the same thing to me with Everton and here they are now with Burnley again where see Maximan just shows up, plays what, 33 minutes? He's got a goal and an assist and they have enough to win the game. So, 
Newcastle, yeah. certainly, I mean, don't go and buy Newcastle players. Please be coming down. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, beating Burnley was a shock result to me. I expected Burnley would just do the needful, beat them and walk away right. and then, you know, whatever. But Right, right. Interesting thing. I know Newcastle fans are calling for the head of uh, Bruce uh, not, not too long ago and they seem to have had some favorable results there. I don't even know about that team. Very unpredictable. Yeah, let's just not buy those guys. Um, Quickly, on the Burnley side though, Chris Wood has been on form. Um, he's got what nine points, eight points, ten points, and of course, assist at Newcastle giving him five points. Still, won't recommend buying a Burnley player because he's a striker for Burnley. Let's be coming down. As much as he's on form, mm-hmm. uh, again, I still don't recommend. He plays Manchester United next, Wolves, and then West Ham. Don't see much happening for Burnley there, but I'm not going to be surprised if he still finds a way to get points. Six point three for Chris Wood. Certainly, he is in form, but. He's not as informed mm-hmm. as the next two gentlemen we're about to discuss. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to present to you the game West Ham against New, uh, against Leicester. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. what this boy can't do. This guy is priced currently at 6.0, ladies and gentlemen. He has also, in the last five games, blanked one time. Guess who he played against? Manchester City. Exactly. So in the last five, he has only blanked one time. One time in the last five games, I fully expect that Senior Man will continue to do senior things. If you look at the next pictures, he's got West Brom, Crystal Palace, Southampton, and Newcastle. Senior Man is your man. Go and buy Senior Man. 6.0. Please do the needful. 6.0. Ladies and gentlemen, Senior Man, go and get him. Thank you. I lost this point. Had to bring him in. Your man. You know, this guy is just ridiculous. And really, he has, he has kept lessons. Isn't a lot. He has. Because when when uh, Vardy went down, uh, Madison was balling out, uh, keeping them alive. And then Madison went down. I sincerely thought they were done. Mm. And then Senior Man. <laughs> senior <laughs> he, Man. Senior thing. Senior. You know? yep. And then we have the other, the other Senior Man. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll, let, me, let me reach. Let me reach. Like, I'm coming down. I just wanted to finish this one first. <laughs> You know, we have to give them their own respect one by one. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I am about to present to you this other guy who has decided he's interested in winning Ballon d'Or with half the season. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Jesse Lingard. Jay Lings. Lingardinho by some people. Jesse Lingard. This guy scored two goals against Leicester City. He is currently priced at 6.5. Ladies and gentlemen, in the last, what, 10 games, 10 games, this gentleman has blanked two times. Two times. And he played one of them, of course, he couldn't play at all because he was playing against his parent club, Manchester United. So that's understandable. We forgive him. He blanked as well against Fulham. Eh, I mean, Fulham certainly should score, but it's West Ham after all. But ladies and gentlemen, what this boy has done in the last 10 game weeks does not make any sense. This boy has got eight goals, four assists. He's on track to actually catch Rashford, his former teammate, and even outpace him. Eight goals in 10 games. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This guy... You know, as just literally taking West Ham, which is a, a pretty good team already. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's almost like it was a, just a match made in heaven because you know you have a team that's fundamentally sound, well coached. Uh, you know, don't concede much, uh, create chances, uh, enough chances. Uh, you know, but all they really lacked was that spark. You know, that guy that was quick. You know, could you know make things happen. And, you know, just a master truck to sign a Lingard on loan. And 
look at this match. This guy is just exploded, and they both, you know, kind of work together to push themselves forward. Because I don't think, as 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 great as Benga has been, I don't know if you will have been able to replicate this on a, on a different anywhere team, else. Right? Yeah, I, 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 I certainly don't see this continuing in the long run but at West right. Ham he is the man and I would honestly for his own sake hope that he gets signed to West Ham I can't see him going to another top yeah. club and being the same player he is where they're good to give him the ball he's the main player right. and at any given point right. they're looking to him like if, if you go to what even an Arsenal he won't have this if you go to a Chelsea yeah. you don't have this Tottenham right. you won't have this so he, West Ham just I mean even even, even Everton would not allow this because there's Richarlison already. They've got uh, Cavaluna that you need to feed. So Correct. I don't see any of that yeah. team feeding him in the same way West Ham is. So West Correct. Ham just ends up being his weight. So. Just a perfect match, yeah. Yeah, so maybe you should just stick there. Uh, while we're on that note, though, we should quickly notice that Jared Bowen has also scored in the last three games straight. Now, of course, that is obviously mm-hmm. because Lingardinho has been entered into the team. So... He has benefited right. by playing with, you know, the great Jesse Lingard. But again, <laughs> let's let's also be guided. Uh, Jared Bowen at 5.9, three goals in the last three games. He scored at Arsenal, scored at Wolves, and, and also scored an, an assist at Leicester. He seems to have reta- um, taken up the position available by Antonio. So certainly, Jared Bowen right. could be another asset if you want to have a differential on Jesse Lingard. But I mean, if you can have the great Jesse Lingard, why would you have Jared Bowen? No. Anyways, exactly. I rest. We're going to give Madison vibes. Exactly. He's not, he's, not, he's not as creative as Madison, not even close, but he, he gives me that vibe. I don't know how to explain it. Well, well I mean, I, I personally see Jesse Lingard as the answer, but certainly if you want to take a chance oh, yeah. on Jared Bowen, he is also available. Next game mm-hmm. of the game week. Spurs won Manchester United 3. Um, good to see Human Son scoring again. Certainly, but you know, on yeah. the United side, we had a goal from Fred Greenwood and Edinson Cavani, who also had an assist. Um, I also think I want to mention that Greenwood, I'm happy to see him scoring again. He hasn't scored. This is a, again another game back to back where he has scored. Haven't seen him score mm-hmm. since what game week 11. So, considering how he finished oh, yeah. the previous season, slightly disappointing right. how he has performed this season. Only three goals all season long. So, the great Jesse Lingard has already eclipsed him. Despite playing fewer minutes, so funny. He has, yeah. Then again, he has not because it's almost like you know the level of confidence um, Solskjaer had in him last yes. season is not quite the same for you yes. here for whatever reason. Uh, so you see the numbers kind of uh, flunked you, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and that obviously upsets you know players, especially a young player like him, but. I'm glad to, like you said, I'm glad to see him score back to back because we know what he can do, right? Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, but certainly, even Bruno Fernandez, low key, has also not performed for a while. Um, Bruno has just yeah. been slightly off it, but we're not going to mention any points because at the end of the day, he's got what sixteen goals on the season, thirteen assists. Yeah. So I mean, we cannot blame him too, too much. He's already mm-hmm. eclipsed what two hundred points for the game week uh, for the season, so we're not going to say right. too too much about Bruno. But quite frankly, he hasn't been honest. If we are being honest, for the last couple of game weeks mm-hmm. at eleven point six, you'd expect a little bit more. But he's playing Burnley, so you never know. Points FC 
could easily return at any given point. So we'll just leave him in. Yeah, his uh, pens. The Real Madrid doesn't getting a lot of penalties. So speaking that, of definitely- speaking of ref refing and penalties, um, Cavani was cheated. I'm going to say the truth. Me, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, I do not recommend any United players. In fact, ignore them if you can. But that doesn't mean that they were not cheated. That stupid um, call, I will say, to me, right. I I cannot agree with it. I cannot the, see how if that's what we're doing in football now, then it doesn't make sense. But I mean, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, this is right based on uh, McTominay's hit on Son. Son, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. There's, not, there's absolutely nothing McTominay did there that was wrong. He was just playing football. Happy. And Son happened to be, you know, be in his way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was just a terrible call. Well, it is what it is. So we'll just move on. Um, Sheffield nil. Arsenal three, two goals from uh, Alexander Lacazette, who has also suddenly been on form. He has what is what 8.3 and he's scored in the last four game weeks. He blanked one time. Uh, other than that, Sheffield scored two, Liverpool blanked Wolves and um, West Ham a goal and an assist and against Tottenham with a goal. Also in the Europa League that just got played today as we record, he scored two as well against Slavia Prague. Uh, certainly not good opposition, but still. Lacazette is scoring. You cannot change who's in front of you. Um, so Lacazette, 8.3, if you're considering it. But like I said, if you already have senior man at 6.0, you do not lead Alexander Lacazette. <laughs> Just saying, if you want to have both, then certainly that's where you want to be. But senior man is your man. Uh, <laughs> 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 West Brom. Go ahead. Yeah. I never understood why Lacazette is just not a speed of starter though. Like I don't, I never got that. Like he's just a head scratcher. I this think guy, he is a is a very good striker. He, he you is. Know, so why did he ever not get that nod to always be the guy? I'm not sure what it is. I think there's there's something about him playing with Aubameyang that like like as um, that um, Arteta has to do because obviously Aubameyang is your captain. I think next season once they strip away captaincy from him, I think they'll just leave Lacazette if they obviously extend his contract. But um, mm-hmm. certainly, I think Lacazette is probably the better striker, like all out standing there. He he has better hold up play, better intricacy with the midfield. Obama, yeah. on the other hand, just seems to be that guy on the wing that is a winger, but isn't a winger. Yeah. Um, and as a striker, he's not really part of the build up play. He's just trying to finish. So he's just ling- like lingering around kind of thing. So um, yeah, that's kind of how I see it. I feel like if they could play them as a 4 4 2 in some weird way, it would work. But I don't think mm-hmm. Arteta wants to play four four two, so I think yeah, that's the problem with Lacazette up there. All right, um, West Brom three, Southampton nil. Um, suddenly West Brom seem like they're interested in staying in the Premier League. Um, it might be a little too late, might be slightly, but it seems like they're not going down without a fight. Of course, having beaten Chelsea five two, coming around and smashing Southampton with three goals. Is shocking, but again, I do want to mention even with Southampton, they play um, what Spurs next, and that's probably the reason why a lot of people got captain um, Spurs. Southampton are just just mm-hmm. unnecessarily abysmal. Um, Ward Prowse went and then missed a penalty to just add insult to injury. I, I, there's just so much going on at Southampton, but let's just ignore them for now. Um, well, um, yeah, shambles. shambles. So West Brom as a team to look at right now, um, especially in that um, relegation battle, I will currently ignore anybody playing West Brom. That's the only reason why I'm a slightly 
I'm a bit concerned with what senior man, but I think senior man will score. It's not a matter where West Brom will give it all they've got and score against Leicester or not. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm so thinking. There were very, very interesting relegation battle going on, of which, of which, um, you know, Newcastle started playing a lot more decently, weren't losing much. Uh, you 400 goals on this losing spree. And West Brom, all of a sudden, you know, wins games that they, they shouldn't be winning. So, very interesting. Very, mm. very interesting. Yeah. And, of course, the last game of the game week, Brighton nil, Everton nil. I think that was just the most boring game of the game week. Just, there, was not, <laughs> there was just not much there going on. Um, the only thing I, no. I even quite remember, Olsen played instead of um, Pickford. Still can't remember what the reason was at this point now. Um, but the only thing I'm happy about there was Sanchez as my goalie gave me clean sheets. Uh, I had an abysmal game week anyway, so it wouldn't really have made any difference. Whether I had a clean sheet or not, it didn't really change much. Um, and of course, Calvert-Lewin now is injured. So it's a little sad on that side for Everton. But moving on to game week 32, they start off the game week against Spurs. I'm fully, fully expecting Spurs to do the needful. They have a double game week. Um, speaking of, uh, who's your captain, Dave? Oh, bro, you already know. Kane, man. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's the way to go. And, you know, he's not just getting ordinary courtesy. He's getting the, you Triple know, cup. The, one, <laughs> the one with the extra spice. Fair enough. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I think it's the right time. Uh, I don't see any other uh, double game weeks coming up, really, for any player that. I'll be I'll be happy to you know really give the the armband too because when he goes to Marseille, you don't know if the player will play twice. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to Liverpool, yeah, I guess you have Salah, but you know Liverpool right now who who knows like mm-hmm. you can just lose randomly without scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you have Kane who can score anytime playing Southampton in one of those games, which you know even the sports are not. Not playing very well right now. They can just smash out something for it, but, but scoring four goals. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I think it's the right time. Hopefully, uh, I need him. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I need him. Basically, he needs to come through for for, Fair enough. for his goal. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and I think the stats will also point to that as well as a good um, place to be. Southampton are currently tied with Sheffield as one of the worst defenses in the last what last four or five games. So certainly mm-hmm. Harry Kane looks a, an interesting shout here. Um, quick thing to mention as we're looking at um, best and worst defenses, the current top five top defenses in the last four games. Um, Liverpool with two, surprisingly, tied with Manchester United at two goals conceded. Third is actually West Brom. So West Brom are certainly on it defensively now. Um, and then obviously we've got Wolves and then Brighton to round out top five in terms of the last four to five game weeks. So Liverpool, United, West Brom, and then Wolves in the last four, five game weeks. Um, then of course, on the other side, um, the worst defenses, um, again, just by looking at goals conceded at this point, Sheffield, Southampton, Crystal Palace, Fulham, and would you be shocked? Tottenham. So uh, tied with West Ham just for last four, last four or five games. Um, certainly, if we now look at it from a statistic perspective, in terms of not actual goals they consider, we're looking at underlying statistics now. Um, the worst five would actually be Sheffield, Southampton, which are still both the worst, Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, and then Burnley. Um, those are the current worst five statistically. In Again, the best five in the other way, statistically speaking, 
Chelsea, Liverpool, Leicester, Manchester United, and Brighton. Again, statistically, what they should have conceded compared to what they did concede. Chelsea, of course, have the outlier of West Brom where they conceded five. But other than that, they really haven't conceded that much. So, um, yeah, so that's really what it looks like. So that's only points to Southampton collecting a huge drubbing coming. Um, there's a huge, huge drubbing coming from Tottenham on that side. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm slightly concerned by that, but it is what it is. Um, and obviously now in, in terms of ability to score, you know that... Um, Tottenham are also in the top five for ability to score, also tied with um, West Ham. So if you're looking at captaincy, obviously you look at West Ham, you look at Tottenham, those are probably the best places to go. So as you can imagine, you know that um, Jay Links going for Ballon d'Or at this point is your answer. If you are not captain, if you are not going to captain Kane or Son, then of course you've got Jay Links for Ballon d'Or. It goes for assists in 10 games. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah, the only person with better form, of course, is senior man. So even like, like literally in assist columns, he's in the last couple of games, he's he's one of the highest. Jesse Lingard in the scoring column is one of the highest. So he's just at this point going for it. And I don't understand what's really happening there, but it is what it is. We don't ask questions. We just, we just take the points and we move on. So <laughs> just take your points and move on. Um, so yeah, um, with that, we've got game week 32 starting on the Friday, going all the way to Thursday. It's a really, really long game week. And literally once the Thursday game is done, we have another game week on the Friday morning, um, depending on your time zone. So certainly, yeah, so it's a really, really long game week, game week 32. So once game week 32 is done, the next day we go again, it's game week 33. So with that, um, captaincy choices, of course, we've already talked about Kane, Son, Linga, top three. Oh, mine. I mean, currently I'm on Kane as my captain choice, um, but I've got Jesse Lingard as my vice. I have a sneaky feeling about the Everton game. My only problem now is Southampton alone as a game. Southampton is just so bad defensively that captaining Kane in that game alone makes sense. But now they also have the added benefit of playing Everton. So now the question becomes two points plus anything that happens at Southampton versus Lingard being in the form of his life against Newcastle. That's where my mind is at. Um, Also though, um, Liverpool play Leeds. Um, and of course, you know, Leeds do not bother to defend. So, <laughs> so it could be... Exactly. So, you know, and obviously Liverpool are not at home. So certainly you know that they are not going to lose because it's only when they're at home that they're interested in losing at this point. So, right, that's true. So, uh, uh, one thing to know about, uh, you know, the the Kane uh, versus Lengit, uh kind of situation as well, is we we I don't think I'm not discounting a sneaky goal from Kane against Everton. You know, Kane can score any time. With penalty, uh, you know, some random tap in from a wild cross for some like anything. Uh, you know, and that's that's a big thing. If, if for me, if you know you have a team as Palace or something, and you now have another fixture where you know everything is not the greatest defensively either. And they they're going for it. They're trying to also break in top four. So uh, I see I see a couple, I see like a three or four goals in that game. I don't see it being a uh, a very like tight game. I mm-hmm. think it, it was going to go for it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah, that's just my perspective. I think it's I think it's a clear cut decision for me. Mm. 
I mean, it, certainly, it's certainly, however, where you see your capacity choice, you know, go for it, certainly. Um, yeah. For me, Shah, like, I mean, I think Kane is probably the best way to go. And obviously, the Liverpool Leeds game um, is just going to be a mm-hmm. bunch of goals, so you can't really predict who it will be. It could easily be Jota with the hat-trick. It could also be Salah with the hat-trick, because this is how he started the season, right? Play Leeds, mm-hmm. hat-trick. So... Sure. could easily be a repeat but anyways mm-hmm. um, we'll close out this podcast we'll be back again for Game Week 33 I wish you all the best and may your arrow be green ladies and gentlemen Dave good luck see you again soon you as well thank you peace out peace